Welcome to the Airgun Geeks podcast. All topics talked about on this podcast are solely of our opinion and for entertainment purposes. My name is Patrick. Hi, I'm Adam. And how, how geeky, geeky do you, you want, want us to, to get? get? Hi, and welcome to the Airgun Geeks podcast. This episode is Max, musing and experiences with the Airgun Geeks. Adam, how you doing today? I'm good, Pat. Drying off a little bit after the rainstorm that we yet again somehow got caught in again. I think Central Ohio just rains more than anywhere else. How are you? I am probably as wet, if not more wet than you, and it seems that every time I shoot Hunter Field Target, it rains. So I don't know if it's me or just really good practice for future events because I hear some of them are still shot in the rain and they actually count. It's you. Oh. Okay. Well, well, with all of that being said, um, we are again in the truck coming back from a very special event. We are at the Midwestern Air Gun Show uh, down in Groveport City, um, Ohio, and we had a blast overall. It was A lot of people came out and had all types of experiences. And exciting times, air gun and, and non-air gun. So, on day one, we're setting up, and Adam goes to walk around a little bit. And Adam, did you find anything you liked? Well, we got to take a step back. I was told, so someone that actually listened to the podcast told me that I needed to walk down that aisle. Okay. Why? No, no, just walk down that aisle and just take a look. And so a few of you might remember that a couple weeks ago I had said that I'd called Raw and was asking about a 357 caliber uh, rapid air weapons. Well, the what would be down there near the very end of the one aisle was somebody was selling a rapid air weapons 357 magnum with an extra carbon fiber tank extra magazines and extra springs to change the power and here my thought is, is you have got to be f- kidding me so yeah I found something interesting and Pat I hear you also might have found something incredibly interesting and fought with yourself long and hard on whether or not it should come back and be in your stable you went there. So, <laughs> so as a matter of fact, I heard this angelic singing down an aisle. And I'm like, well, that gun looks like a FX revolution. Okay, hold on. We're talking about, like, what's you mean, FX's newest and greatest thing? No, no, not their current revolution of all this new fun, jazzy stuff that they have and, and all of that. This is old school. We're talking like when I first got into air gunning and I was watching Ted's holdover and I'm like, well, what is that little semi-automatic thing he's shooting at the pigeons? Wait, I thought FX did bolt side lever guns, bolt guns. What do you mean? Semi-auto. Well... 
as you guys may or may not know, FX has been in the business for a while of making air guns. Frederick's had an imagination for many, many years, uh, even starting with the original hand pump and going up from there. But he, they actually made, about 10, 11 years ago, a, it's called the FX Revolution. It's got a big old bottle on the end, like the Verminators have, but it's a completely semi-automatic gun, but it uses wasted air. So it's a lot like a piston system and like an AR-15 to cycle the bolt. But wouldn't that mean that you'd have to tune it for which, which pellet you plan on shooting? So yes, it is, it is a very unique design to the point of, besides making 28 to 32 foot-pounds of energy, depending on the pellet you use. So for example, if you watch Ted's holdover video, He's shooting an 18.13 JSB, and there is an adjustment for how much back pressure goes through the system to push the bolt backwards. But there's also another one that you have to adjust that is the spring that pushes the bolt forward into the chamber. That sounds too much like work if you ask me. I'd rather just work on a raw. <laughs> it says the raw guy. Well, once you set it, you got to forget it. Uh, you could probably go to a lighter pellet, but if you were to go heavier, it, you would have to adjust things. Now, with that being said, the barrel end is also threaded. So you're like, okay, I'll just throw a moderator on it. Oh, no, no, no. Not with this gun. It's not that simple. Because when you put a moderator on it, you're now changing the back pressures again. So then you would have to adjust how much air goes through the system to push the bolt back. So then I'm like, well, I wonder if I can shoot it without it, without having to adjust it. That's, that's to be decided. I, I don't know yet. <laughs> I, just, I just got it. So what are you planning on doing with this 22 caliber revolution of yours? Well, I'm gonna try and imitate Ted Holdover and make sure I'm in a good area where there's no pellets and I'm gonna shoot pigeons out of the air again. But, where it's going to come into play, because it is a bit of a tack driver, is when we go out on a varmint job and we're in a barn and there's multiple pigeons, I would say more of the pigeon size, or even a whole bunch of, you know, starlings. You could probably get a whole bunch at the same time. Like uh, when we were down at uh, Central Ohio Air Gunners for the fun shoot after the show, they had a whole bunch of eggs out there. And it was just, and I was popping eggs left and right. I was like, this is crazy. Now, all right, we're going to get away from this high-end, newfangled technology for a minute. So did you, by chance, walk down, I think it was the first row of tables, and see all those, like, 1920s and 1930s BB guns? Yes, I actually saw Grandpa's BB gun. It was, it was probably the coolest thing I've ever seen. There were so many different styles. There was even... Um, like a muzzle loader type BB gun. I think it was, it was from the 1920s. Uh, Eric from Central Ohio Air Gunners was actually talking about it. And you cock it, and then you take a BB and you drop it down the barrel. Now, that takes some time to load, right? Well, that would be a muzzle loader. I, I agree. Funny, we were at the muzzle loading range. But I thought that was interesting. 
And then there were some, I don't know, weird designs and rotating thises and thats and, and all of that back from, it's, it's like the early 1900s and whatnot. And they all functioned. They all were like showroom or museum quality looking things. Um, but we saw, well, I saw everything from way back in the 19, even 1800s, you know, all the way up to brand new 2021 day states. FX, Air Arms, Brocox, I saw those there too. Uh, a lot of under levers, side levers, over levers, this levers, that levers. There were levers everywhere. And I was like, I've never even knew about this kind of stuff. Well, did you see the one? I, I thought it was an Evanex. I couldn't catch the name on it, but it had a bottle for the stock. And it also had another bottle actually below the barrel to give you some, I think the guy said it was like 980 or 1,000 cc's at 230 bar. Now, for someone that wants shot count, Patrick, that might be up your alley at some point in time. I did see that. That thing was crazy. I don't remember what it was either. This weekend was full of so much talking and learning and getting pictures and uh, just, it was just crazy. Don't you mean all the harassment, the fact that we don't own a brake barrel? That was probably the big, <laughs> well, I can't say that no more. Uh, ended up picking up a RWS Magnum 350 and 177. Couldn't pass the deal up. I mean, it was like a deal of the century. And I'm like, so we'll give it a try. It's got open sights. We'll see what happens. It's in mint condition. I don't know. We'll see. And it's longer than my day state and heavier than my day state, which I didn't think was actually possible. So I'm curious to see how you do handling this thing because, well, I saw you handling your air arms and I kind of had a little worry today. It was raining and it was slippery and it was wet. That's my excuse. But, but, but speaking of my air arms, today's competition was complete rain. And I'm going to leave that right now for a second because there are some stories. Let's finish the show. How many people... We're asking, what in the world is on your table with these targets? Um, well, we talked basically nonstop from 8.30ish till about 2 when the drawing started for the raffles. It was nonstop all day long. We even had a few people come and go, oh, you're the Target Forge guys. Well, uh, yeah and no. So... But it was actually it was nonstop. A lot of people were really interested, really excited, loved seeing it. Everybody loved the pop can, the the piranha can clip. So, no, it was it was a really good the number of people that came over. It was really fun because if there's a few people who came over and went, well, I'm interested in learning about air guns. I don't know anything. And it's like, well, we're the air gun geeks. What do you want to know? Where do you want to start? What are you thinking about? And just having those conversations was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, the, the big thing is, is when they were walking around speaking to like Target Forge targets and they were like, these are built so much better. And we're like, yeah, yeah, you know, touch, feel and all that. And it's all stainless steel, American made. We went through the whole whole spiel with that and referred them to the, the interview with Bill from Target Forge. And a lot of people taking pictures of our uh, of our Super Geek 10 uh, coupon code saves you 10 percent. And they're like, really? I says, plus you're also helping us out. And they're like, oh. So it was really good to also hand out the gifts 
um, that Bill and his wife decided to do for everyone that asked about Target Forge. We had some people that were so excited about air gunning and targets and all this that that they when we gave them that little dangler, it was like Christmas in <laughs> in July. So it was it was a good time. It was a good time. A lot of new now a lot of new friends made. Uh, a lot of businesses that we saw that are are doing well. And like everyone's having issues getting, you know, product and stock and things like that. But it, but it was it was getting better was the big thing. A lot of new air gunners that were there. A lot of old veteran air gunners, too. And it was just it was it was really fun. You know, I think what was the turnout between what, 350, 400 people? That's, I mean, that's my guess. I would love to know a good hard number. The other thing I'll say is I did kind of like so I like the setup. Where it kind of, I mean, yeah, it was a little bit of a bottleneck, but I will actually say I kind of liked it because it really did flow well where people came in, they had to walk past the raffles and the door prizes and the silent auction, and then you had some, like, really unique custom guns right at the front that people were showing off, and then you got into the actual, like, vendor area or, like, Pat and I, obviously, we're not vendors, but we were there as a promoter of sorts, and so... It was good to have that flow and people coming over and seeing. And we had a table full of targets and pellets and just attracting their attention and talking to people. It was a really good time. I would agree. And there were people from all ages, all the way from, from babies to people in their 80s, uh, just sharing their experiences and, and learning about the new stuff because a lot of people didn't have a clue that this is how it was. So, so I do have one funny for everyone. Pat, how many times were you asked, what's a podcast? Oh my gosh! Yeah, we, that <laughs> we're like excuse excuse me. They're like, yeah, what's a podcast? Um, well, it's it's like a radio station that is done one episode at a time on a different platform. So you can't find us on like ninety nine five or anything like that. You got to find us on a on a platform like Spotify or. Apple or whatever, iHeartRadio, and then you just listen to us, and we do a podcast every Monday. And they're like, oh, okay. So we looked at each other. I would say we got that, what, about a dozen times? And there was even to the point where I'm like, do you know what a podcast is? was the first thing out of our mouth. And they're like, well, yeah. And then we'd go from there. It was actually quite funny. Um, But uh, speaking of the podcast... Um, we were looking at stats and stuff, and as of Saturday morning, about 9 a.m., we hit 4,000 downloads. Um, we're now in about 32 cities in about 650 cities. 32 countries. 32 countries. I'm sorry. It's been a long week. 32 countries. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, and and. Our, our listeners are just growing more and more and more, which is exciting. Um, so after the show, they had a fun shoot. So we went to Central Ohio Air Gunners uh, Outdoor Range, and we got to play around with some stuff. And Eric pulled out this cannon of a pistol. Um, what caliber was that? 58. It was a 575 round ball PCP pistol. Yeah. Adam pulled that out. 
put that round ball in there after we figured out how to use it. And then all of a sudden, I just hear boom and this big cling. It was absolutely crazy. No, 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 no. It hit the ground and rolled into the target. Let's just be honest about that. It rolled into the target. Okay, so needless to say, it hit the ground and bounced up and then went bing. So then, then I got to play with it, and we moved the target a lot closer. I think it was like 20 yards. And this thing is so accurate, and it's putting out, what, about 200 and some foot-pounds of energy. It's like low 200s. And I held it with two hands, and I was like, oh, that was fun. He goes, do it with one hand, you know, like real men do. I'm like, okay. So he refilled it to give it full pressure again, loaded it up, and in one shot I hit that target, and I was like, that was fun. That was fun. So, Patrick, when are you going to get a 58 round ball shooting PCP pistol? In the future. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that could be any time, but in the future. That was fun. Um, so then we ended up going back to our room and whatnot and had, you know, collect our thoughts and notes and whatnot. And then the next day, which is today, Sunday, because this all started Saturday, well, Friday night, Sunday morning... We go grab some breakfast, planning our day, getting ready for the competition, and it starts pouring. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is wonderful. How are we going to load the truck? All those other things. And then, thank God, it stopped. Loaded the truck. We get to the darn range, and it starts to sprinkle. And I'm like, oh, I got to go. All the guys and the girls that got there that are there to shoot, and it just opens up you could barely see things it's soaked it's it's like oh my god we're trying are we gonna shoot not shoot gonna shoot not shoot so we're all like you know what ben and Garrett, barrett we're undercover so we all grab our stuff and we run from the clubhouse to where we're shooting and we start shooting in the rain new element no wind downward pressure with multiple raindrops so shooting between raindrops was 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 a challenge uh adam did really well with uh well you used that day state griffin right yeah my usual yeah and i was using my air arms and we did really well and it's pouring <laughs> and and we're like yeah we're hitting and we're doing really good we're all excited and all this other stuff and we're blowing through the course and then we get to the middle part and it seems like someone started messing with their scopes Adam, what happened to you then? I gave up. I, I, I'd say I gave up, but it was just, it was miserable. So we get to, I, I'm doing really good, and we get to the last three lanes. And then I think in the last three lanes, I hit three targets. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I literally watched raindrops push my pellet down. It was absolutely crazy. And it's like, oh, my God. But overall, um, I actually had a personal best, so... Initially, when I started my hunter field target journey, I started with 35 out of 60, which I was excited. No, 36 out of 60, sorry. Then I did the actual competition one uh, that, that doesn't count because we're not competing everywhere. And I got to 35, and I was like, uh, I need to practice more. Then I did today, and I was at 39. So in the rain, I, th I think I was doing pretty good. So what you're saying is your three hours a week of practice is starting to pay off? I, I would have to agree with that, yeah. Yeah. So, 
But when we got to the second half of the, to the course, the rain like completely stopped, which threw everyone off now. <laughs> and a little bit of wind was coming, but it, it, the, you know, the skies opened up, the sun came out a little bit and everything was wonderful. Um, had some fun, enjoyed ourselves. Very tired, <laughs> long weekend, but well worth it. I think a lot of friendships were started. Uh, the journey for the Airgun Geeks continues. We're having a blast making memories and just enjoying the journey as we're going. Um, and, and, that, and that's where we ended up parting our ways with everyone, saying goodbyes and, and whatnot. But, uh, so with that being said, was, was there anything you wanted to say, Adam, at the end? No, just guys, as always, stay geeky. Hello, you geeky listeners out there. Wanted to let you know that there unfortunately won't be an episode coming out on the 19th of July, but because we are getting prepared for a special guest that we will be doing an interview with from Baker Air Guns in Mount Vernon, Ohio. So stay tuned for the episode that's going to come out on the 26th of July. And like always, stay geeky. Thank you again for taking some time out of your day to listen to the Airgun Geeks podcast. If you have any topics you would like to hear on our podcast, feel free to email us at airgungeeks at gmail.com. You can also join our Facebook group, also titled Airgun Geeks. And we are also going to have a YouTube channel titled Airgun Geeks. And possibly in the future, there might be some videos on there. If you like what you've heard and would like to help support Airgun Geeks, please check out our Patreon page, or you can also just donate to our PayPal links. Just go to the links that we have in the description to help us out. Last but not least, if you like what you heard, give us five stars. We, we would really appreciate that. Till we meet again, shoot straight and stay geeky.